Welcome to Museum Chat Live, a fairly regular podcast series brought to you by the St. Catharines Museum and Welland Canal Centre. We're bringing you all things to do with St. Catharines, our history, and what's going on in our museum. Today, you're listening to... Kathleen Powell, Curator of the St. Catharines Museum and Supervisor of Historical Services. Adrian Petrie, Visitor Services Coordinator at the St. Catharines Museum. And Sarah, Public Programmer at the St. Catharines Museum. We're recording today's podcast at the St. Catharines Museum and Welland Canal Centre, which we acknowledge is part of the traditional territory of the Haudenosaunee and Anishinaabe peoples and adjacent to the territories of the Six Nations of the Grand River. Gather around the campfire, friends, in honor of Halloween, the spookiest time of year. We are dedicating this episode to some of the creepiest, spookiest, and downright scariest stories in St. Catharines local history. Much of our city's haunted past has been documented by the St. Catharines Standard newspaper, both in news reports and photographs. When a strange or creepy event occurs in a community, it very quickly becomes the talk of the town among residents. The stories, some disturbing and some creepy, that you'll hear on this podcast episode were very closely covered by local news outlets, particularly the Standard. The St. Catherine Standard reported on each of these horror stories as they happened in the community, and we will be quoting their reports throughout our episode. The St. Catharines Museum also holds 600,000 negatives taken from St. Catharines Standard photographers since 1936. To add even more spook to your day, be sure to check out our blog to see the standard photographs taken from these events. We are very excited to partner with Craft Arts Market, a lovely boutique store on St. Paul Street in downtown St. Catharines for a special limited offering of reproduced prints of fire insurance maps from the museum's collection. 19th century fire insurance maps were highly specialized and very valuable to fire insurance underwriters for understanding the physical characteristics and occupancy type of a structure. Today, they are extremely valuable to historians for understanding the past makeup of the community. Their bright colors and meticulously drawn graphics have a special quality about them that branches the historical and the artistic that we just couldn't keep to ourselves. Prints are on sale currently at the Craft Arts Market and our very own Merritt's Mercantile Gift Shop for a very limited run. Check out the prints on our blog at stcatharinesmuseumblog.com. Collecting, researching, and preserving your family history is challenging work. And as museum professionals, we get it. What do you do with those old photographs? Your mother's silverware or your wedding gown? How do you record the stories that have been in your family forever? And before it's too late. The St. Catharines Museum wants to help you with these questions. We're offering four two-hour workshops to help you figure out how to organize and care for the information and materials in your own family collections. The St. Catharines Family History Workshops are presented by St. Catharines Museum staff. Registration is $10 per session, but space is limited. Our next session is Saturday, November 18th, and is all about oral history. So... Register today by calling the museum at 905-984-8880.
Nightmare on Church Street. St. Catherine's Standard, February 12, 1970. Police, doctors, try to spot spirit which haunts boy. Five St. Catherine's policemen, two doctors, a cleric, and a lawyer, yesterday waited in dead earnest for a ghost in a modest downtown apartment. The ghost, which is said to have first appeared about two weeks ago, apparently centers its attention on the 11-year-old son of a couple living in the Church Street apartment. In February 1970, the St. Catharines Police Department, reporters from the St. Catharines Standard newspaper, and a slew of local personalities became involved in an eerie case of a poltergeist on Church Street. It is said that a series of puzzling events occurred at a modest downtown St. Catherine's apartment over the course of a few weeks. The family inhabiting the apartment alleged that a particularly troublesome ghost had begun to haunt their 11-year-old boy, making strange noises and moving furniture. The family first called city engineers to investigate for any structural issues, that may have caused these movements, but they could not find any problems with the building. Yet the strange phenomena continued. While investigating the home, officers of the St. Catharines Police Department witnessed a heavy chair on which the young boy was sitting move on its own. Reports state that the chair, which was too heavy to be moved by one person, turned itself over and pinned the boy between the wall and the chair. Other witness accounts mentioned beds being turned on end and other furniture unaccountably moving across rooms. All paranormal activity was directed at the boy. The eerie events made both national and international news was reported across Canada as well as the United States. The flurry of media attention forced the victimized family to flee their Church Street apartment to maintain their anonymity. The stories of the poltergeist at 237 Church Street eventually did quiet down, though the identity of the young boy has never been revealed. The Ghost Ship of the Great Lakes St. Catherine's Standard, November 26, 1902, Bannockburn, Overdue. Considerable anxiety has been felt recently among the green Steam Lake marine circles with regards to the whereabouts of the Bannockburn. Three of the crew of the Overdue steamer Bannockburn, Captain George Wood, First Mate Alex Graham, and Cook John Clark are residents of Port Dalhousie. All agree that the Bannockburn is too staunch a steamer to have met any serious mishap. The Bannockburn, built in 1893, was an early steel freighter which worked on the Welland Canal and the Great Lakes. Measuring 245 feet long and weighing 1,620 tons, the Bannockburn earned a reputation through the Great Lakes region as a strong and mighty vessel. On the particularly ordinary day of November 21, 1902, the Bannockburn set sail from Port Arthur, also known as Thunder Bay, with a load of grain destined for Midland, Ontario. Its master, Captain George Wood of Port Dalhousie, thought nothing of the calm waters forecasted for Lake Superior. 
Yet, by nightfall, a strong storm passed over the largest of the Great Lakes. The Algonquin, a steamer also sailing in the storm, spotted the bannock burned through the fog, but quickly lost the ship as the storm worsened. That was the last time anyone ever saw the bannock burn and the 21 souls on board. The ship had disappeared into the fog. Of the 21 crew on board, three were from Port Dalhousie and one from St. Catharines. When word got out of its sudden disappearance a few days later, the story became front-page news for the community. The search and reporting continued until December 2nd of that year, when it was determined the rescue efforts were futile. The bannock burn was lost. No trace of the ship was ever found until 25 years later, when, in 1927, an oar from one of its lifeboats was found floating in Lake Superior. Still, ever since its mysterious disappearance, there have been countless reports from sailors of a ghost ship sailing the waters of Lake Superior. The story is always the same, a mighty vessel fighting a timeless battle against a storm with Port Dalhousie's Captain Wood standing at the helm. St. Catherine's Axe Massacre St. Catherine's Standard, Monday, June 8, 1936 Murderous Assault on Man and Wife Today A line fence dispute at 138-140 Page Street ended with disastrous results near noon hour today, with two persons in the general hospital with critical head injuries and two in the city police station held without charge, awaiting the outcome of the injuries of the other pair. John Seabright and his wife, Amy, 138 Page Street, are the two confined to the general hospital, Mr. Seabright, repeatedly struck over the head with an axe and a heavy bat, is in critical condition with little hope that he will live. His wife, struck with an axe over the head, is less critical but in serious condition. On June 8, 1936, a year-long dispute between neighbors erupted into violence and ended with a husband and wife dead. The neighbors in question were the Seabrights and the Munchucks, who lived on Page Street in St. Catharines. The feud began when a wooden fence was installed by Mr. Seabright between the two homes. Mr. Munchuck had disputed the fence line, alleging that the fence should be moved two feet over. After having sought legal advice, Munchuck, on his own accord, removed the wooden fence, leaning it against the Seabright home. Violence erupted when Seabright, in retaliation, began to reinstall the fence that day. Heated words were exchanged between the two men, and Munchuck took an axe in his hand and hit Seabright on the head with it three times. Mrs. Seabright, who had been inside her home, rushed outside, and was also attacked by Munchuck. All through this violence, Mrs. Munchuck had been just a silent bystander. Both John and Amy Seabright died of their wounds sustained by the attacks. And William and Annie Munchuck were charged with murder. In a dramatic hearing, William Munchuck was found guilty of murder and sentenced to death. 
However, this sentence was overturned on appeal. The courts eventually changed William Munchuck's charges, and he was found guilty of just two counts of manslaughter in the deaths of the Seabrights. He was sentenced to life in prison. This concludes our Halloween episode. We hope these eerie St. Catherine stories gave you enough spook for the day. To see the haunting photographs and St. Catherine Standard articles featured in this podcast, please visit our blog at stcatherinesmuseumblog.com. My favorite part of Halloween is definitely the ghost stories. So, I'm calling out to our listeners. Do you have any scary stories? Can you recall any paranormal activity happening to you here in St. Catharines? We would love to hear your ghoulish tales. Comment on our blog or tweet us at STC Museum. This episode of Museum Chat Live was produced by Adrian Petrie, Sarah Nixon, and Kathleen Powell. Museum Chat Live is brought to you by the St. Catharines Museum and the City of St. Catharines. <laughs>